0: On today's episode, my guests and I discuss why personal branding is so important for professionals and how you can rebrand yourself within the same industry. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where my guest and I share tips to help and inspire you to build a great personal brand. I am your host, Claire Vaughn, and on today's episode, I am very excited to be joined by Nakia Gray. Nakia is an intellectual property attorney, business strategist, podcast host, and founder of Locked and Lawyered, love that name. <laughs> she has been named top attorney by Super Lawyers Magazine four times, but she's not just an attorney, She loves to speak on topics like practicing law in the digital era, personal branding, intellectual property theft, and running a heart-centered empire. Nakia is a proud wife, mom, Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority alum, and founder of the Beyond the Bar Institute. Nakia, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Claire. I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, so, I mean, your bio, amazing. So tell me about your journey to get
1: where you are today. I'd love to learn that. Sure. So I probably from first or second grade was told from my teachers that I should grow up and become a lawyer. So it was something that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to go to law school and to, to become a lawyer. So when I went to college, you know, here's the thing. I don't, I'm the first, a person in my family to graduate from college, even go to college. So I don't come from a family of lawyers. So I actually thought that I would go to gra- undergrad and graduate as a lawyer until my advisor said, uh, "No, ma'am, this is just a bachelor's, and then you'll have to go to law school." And I was like, "Another four years of school? No way, I'm not doing it." Right. <laughs> so I switched, and although it, you know, it turned out to be a great thing. I switched to marketing. And I graduated with a marketing degree instead. So after undergrad, I went into the fashion industry. I was an assistant buyer and I was promoted very quickly um, to being a buyer. And I loved marketing and, you know, copy and all of those things and the fashion industry. And then we had um, 2001 and the economy took a a tank. And so it was a little um, difficult to... Um, really overcome that. And because I live in the DC area, which is not known as being like the fashion capital, right? So it's like, if I didn't stay with my current company, then I needed to either move to LA or New York. And that just wasn't in the cards for me. So I decided to go back to law school and that's how I be. And even then I didn't know that I was, I didn't go to law school thinking I would be the type of lawyer that I am now. I thought that I would be a litigator, and that is what I did for quite some time. Um, initially after law school, I was a heavy litigator in court, wearing suits and, you know, nude lipstick and nail polish. <laughs> I was like a very boring lawyer for a long time. And then I just really um, wanted to get into the online space. And so I rebranded myself and here we are, you know, nine years later. That's amazing.
0: Now, I love that I love that you have experience because I feel like a lot of, a lot of times, like, yeah, people don't really have experience in marketing. I mean, I know I started marketing. I went and I became an actress and I kind of came back to it. So kind of similar, but different um, kind of yeah. uh, things, that, but all led to kind of where we are today. So I love that story. That's amazing. And it feels like you're kind yeah. of like authentically you right now. Would you say that that's that's true? It is.
1: <laughs> and that's such a relief. You know, uh, when I worked at the firm, I worked at a, at a law firm and I was constantly, you know, not being myself and trying to mm-hmm. fit into this box, I couldn't wear pink polish. You know, you had to wear blue, navy blue yeah. or black. You had to wear a suit, and it was just so not me. <laughs> just yeah. so not me. Um, and so now that I get to just show up as my authentic self, my clients love me. My audience connects with me for that reason, and it just feels it's a great it's a great space.
0: Yeah. I remember when I, um, I, cause I, after I graduated from college, I moved to New York and I remember one of my first jobs that I, <laughs> first jobs that I was working with a headhunter and she was like, you should actually, you should wear makeup. And I'm like, I am. <laughs>
1: oh my what? God. that's crazy. I'm wearing makeup right
0: now. And I, I don't, I don't, ha- I, it's just not in my DNA to to wear like heavy colors
1: or I always, it's me always too. natural. I'm, I'm in a full face of makeup right now. Yeah. And I don't so, really look like it.
0: Yeah. So I, that's just who I am. And so I was kind of like, so the fact that I can be authentically me is just like, I'm so excited because no one's going like, the you should be putting more, you know, lipstick on your, this kind of thing. And yeah, I just remember yeah. being in the corporate world and being like, I just want to rock purple nail polish right now. And being a little kind of like, I don't know if that's the right, even though I was in marketing, it just kind of like, is this the right way to do it? And now I'm just, I'm not right now. I do like my nude. I do like my nude nail polish, my, my kind of pinky milky. Yes. We're both rocking the the milky. We are
1: twins. (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, I I just, I feel like we were kind of in the same, like I was in New York around the same time and right. This Mm -hmm. is like, so right. They talk about in devil wars product. Yes always, always gotta have the, there's nothing like the milky nude color, but sometimes I just want (laughs) to rock purple and now I can. (laughs) So I want to find out like, how would you, how would you describe your personal brand now? Like now that you're authentically you, how would you describe your personal brand?
1: Well, I think that I am, um, I'm, you know, and I'll just say what clients say. They, it's like, it's a girlfriend, you know, when I meet with clients and we're talking about, and let's be clear, I don't have the most sexy career, right? I'm not talking about, you know, really sexy things that people wake up ready to talk about contracts and, and trademarks and intellectual property. And so when I meet with my clients or even potential clients, you know, they say that just felt like I was just talking to a friend. Like, you know, we can talk and I can make things, I try to make things as relatable as possible. And that's really, I think, part of my personal brand. I'm very big on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And on TikTok, I do a lot of taking what's going on in pop culture, what's going on in entertainment news, all of the IP stories and just bringing Mm -hmm. them to people And so a lot of people feel like, oh my goodness, you just made that so relatable. So I would say relatable is for sure um, part of my personal brand.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's so timely, like, right. People just want kind of relatability. They don't want, I yeah. mean, and, and and here's the deal. If you want kind of like more, more stuffy and all that kind of stuff, you're going to find your person and they're not going to be yours. Yeah. So that's just great that you're like, this is me and take it or leave it.
1: Yeah. And you know, when, when I meet with someone, cause you know, in these days, a lot of times people, by the time they're talking to you, it's not their first interaction with you, right? They have either signed up for your email list or they've watched your TikToks or, you know, read your posts or read your blog. And so I, I never wanted people in that first meeting to be like, who is this girl? You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted them to feel like you're exactly how I thought you would be. You know, I, I say the same things. Right. And so that was important to me because I've had people that I've met, you know, in a discovery call and I'm like, you were, your online persona is nothing like this. You're actually not that interesting. (laughs) You know, yeah, <laughs> you can tell when certain people have copywriters or someone yeah. who is, you know, ghostwriting for them and you meet them and you're like, you're a total snooze fest. I would not have signed up for this call if I knew that this was really you. So yeah. I never want people to feel that. I want them to feel like when they meet me, it's just an extension. They feel like they already know me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny. I actually had um, a, a client and we are in our first initial meeting. I remember her going like, you look exactly like your photos. She's like, you don't retouch your photos. That's another thing. And I'm like, no, I don't believe in it. (laughs) I show up, I put makeup on. But yeah, this
1: is like, this is me. Claire, I have to tell you a funny story. So I went to this conference. I'm in this online um, community with a a lot of women entrepreneurs. And there was an in-person event in January. And it was we're so excited. You know, you've built these relationships for years with people. I did not recognize anyone. It's like people until so someone made a joke in like the forum, they're like, I feel like I've been catfished by y'all. I love that. Oh my God. People are not showing up is their authentic selves. And so people say that to me. I mean, people stop me all the time. Even my family, like my husband and my kids are like, leave us out of your social media because people are like coming up to them. Like, are you kids husband? Are you Nakia's son? Are you Nakia's daughter? Yeah. And so I look exactly the same. And, you know, but that's a thing. It was so funny at that conference people looked so completely different from... Well, you see all those, like,
0: filters, like, kind of the Kardashian thing, right? The eyes absolutely popping. Dude, You look like a, like a doll, you know? And you're just, like, I don't know. It's just so <laughs> weird. I see some of those things where it they take, weird. like, celebrities who are just naturally usually pretty good looking and they're, like, putting them, putting them into these, like, like, Instagram filters. And you're just, like, it's yeah. just... I don't know. We don't need that, you know? I mean, we seriously, don't. enough... There's so much uh, stuff that, you know, you've got the chil- children, like there's so much that they're be- they're seeing every day with social media yeah. and comparing themselves. We don't need that either. Absolutely. I feel like that could I be a whole a other podcast.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, so, okay. So a lot of people talk about like niching down when they're building your personal brand. How did you decide yeah. upon this current niche that you have, that you're working with?
1: You know, they chose me, right? I didn't choose the game. The game chose me, right? That's amazing. So when I decided to make this leap into online, and I'll be honest, I knew that I wanted an online business. I had no idea what that business was going to be. I I just knew, you know, my husband and I had decided my daughter was starting um, high school and she really wanted to be homeschooled. And we knew that as a family, that was something that we needed to do. And and by we, we, I mean me, (laughs) I needed to homeschool her. And there was just no way I could continue to be a litigator having the trial calendar that I had. So I was like, okay, I need to start an online business. And I was prepared at that time to walk away from the law altogether Hmm. and to just become some mother, you know, sell t-shirts. I didn't know what it was going to be. I enrolled in Marie Forleo's B-School, which, you know, teaches you about starting an online business. And halfway through, Claire, I still have no business. I'm just in this course learning, and I'm like, okay, one day it's gonna come to me. And so many women in this, um, in her community, were having all these legal issues. They had clients that weren't paying them. They had people that were, you know, ripping off their content. They didn't know if they needed a trademark or a copyright. You know, there were all these legal issues, and I had this aha moment, like that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to still be a lawyer, but I'll be a lawyer for these online entrepreneurs. Cause they don't know what the heck they're doing. They need mm-hmm. a lawyer. And that's, that's how, amazing. I mean, it, it literally, that's exactly. I wish I had a better story, but that's exactly no. how it happened.
0: <laughs> I, I actually, I, I, you, know, you were saying that we're like twins, but I feel like we have such similar stories in that way, because that's exactly how it happened with me. I kind of got into personal branding. Cause I started, per- I personally branded myself for acting. Yeah. Cause I knew how to do it. And then, um, Um, yeah, then, then actors came to me and then I started another business where we personally branded people for LinkedIn and online dating. And you may not think about that, but then, and then I was actually, uh, meeting with an angel investor and he literally was like, you need to, you know, basically personally brand, uh, CEOs, executives. That was in 2019. He was the one that was like, this is your, this is where you need to be. And then that kind of just started it. So sometimes when they organically kind of happen, that's yeah. when it's actually, I feel like a lot of people, I definitely saw a lot of people, 2020, everyone's sitting at home. No one knows what to do. I'm going to get into yeah. marketing because it's so easy. Yeah. You're like, uh, and, and most it's of them so aren't, are <laughs> and most of those people aren't there anymore,
1: you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I just think that, yeah. And go ahead. For, for me, I re- the branding was so important because I had been known. For years, you know, I had been I had been a heavy litigator and I was good, Claire. I mean, I was a great litigator. Right. And so um, and that's wonderful. Right. But this this world that I'm in now was so completely different. So I knew and this is where that, you know, that coming up in in the fashion industry and retail taught me, you know, I knew that. Anybody can be anything they want to be if they brand themselves and market themselves properly, right? And so I knew for me to make this transition from being this traditional courtroom lawyer to gain the trust of people, I had to brand myself. And they need, and the the online space is so much about connection. And so Mm -hmm. I had to seriously like dig down deep in my branding soul to show up because in order for people to trust me. And for me to make that transition, the brand was everything. It was mm-hmm. so important for me. It was like do or die. Because if I didn't yeah. do it right, I would be somewhere, I don't know, flipping burgers yeah. or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, but but you were saying that you can brand yourself to be anything. But you do, I believe, and I think you probably agree, but you have to obviously have the experience. I think that's what you yes. are saying. Like, I'm a marketing There's professional. There's got to be some
1: connection. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, But they have some no experience story. in it. Exactly. Yeah. But true, like lived experience, not just like I yeah. made it up one day. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So you talk about how important personal branding is, not just for lawyers, but like professionals in general. Like, tell me why yeah. you think
1: that. Well, I think that now more than ever, we, there, there's, there's a, a no like and trust factor and People are no longer willing. First of all, there are so many options for mm-hmm. everything, right? There's like a million. You Google anything, and there's like 500 options. And what separates one from another? It's the brand because I can get, I can go on Amazon and you know search magnetic lashes. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Okay, and there's going to be a million of them. And so, what is it? The the that a lot of times the decision. To whether uh, as to whether or not someone's going to purchase comes down to the brand. Who do they align with? Whose values do they align with? Who is mm-hmm. showing up in in a way? It's not always about um, aesthetics. That's mm-hmm. another thing. A lot of times people think that it's the prettiest, and that yeah. that that gets you that gets you some points, right? Yeah. I'm not going to say that it doesn't, but at the end of the day. Who do I genuinely connect with and that's who's going to get my business? And, it, and, and that makes price almost a non-factor, honestly. Yeah because I've made a connection with the brand.
0: It is cuz I, I often talk to people about that cuz so many people are so focused on like, you know, their personal brand statement or their website or their photos or something like that and I'm like, no, the most important thing I truly think is like video and things like that. Things that show you speaking and it shows your passion and you were talking about how you're really, you know, you've done a lot with TikTok yeah. and that actually shows who you are and the fact that and you that can And that allows do- the connection. Exactly. So you can be a little bit more messy and, you know, learn, because I, I know that TikTok is like kind of one of those things where, you you know, there's like, there's like all these people on it, kicking ass and taking names. And you're like, Oh, how do I even do that? How do I make a TikTok? You know, but you just got to get in there yeah. and do it. I mean, do you do you find that where people are just like, I'm so scared. All these other people out there, they, they're so much further ahead than me. I, I'm yeah. just kind of scared to just jump in the pool.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why I gravitated to TikTok is because it's so, it's like the only platform that I can remember where maybe Periscope when Periscope was around, but the only platform where you, there's no getting ready. There's no mm-hmm. need to have any it's it's not curated it is authentic it is raw like mm-hmm. you can be there's so many i mean the best content on there is getting is get ready with me content it's like mm. bare face putting on your makeup li- lying in bed as soon as you wake up i mean you may have like you know iboogers is still in and people are still kind of connect you yeah. you could go viral right and so i yeah. think that i would say to anyone and i say this to my clients Anyone who is scared, that's probably where you want to go because you can truly be yourself and no one's going. They are, people are more interested in, in making the connection, hearing what it is that you have to say and not what you're putting on, right? Mm-hmm. There's no need to do that. And I think that the quicker you can get to that place of relatability, people trust you. People buy, are buying into what it is that you're doing, and now they're going. Now you gotta have the credentials because now mm-hmm. they're going to go to the next. But if you don't have those things, then you're not right. even going to get the opportunity yeah, to yeah. show that because they're just not. It just something just feels, you know, a little off. And I think that I will say, you know, aside from getting the business, also the the work is more rewarding when I am uh, I'm I am attracting my people, like how mm-hmm. you and I are like. I feel like totally vibing right now Mm -hmm. because we're similar. That's the good thing about me being who I really am is that there's somebody that sees me and they're like, oh my God, this girl gets on my nerves and they never call. And guess what, Claire? Great. (laughs) (laughs) So I spend my days, I don't have one client that gives me a headache. I don't have one client that I don't want to work with because somehow I am attracting all my folks. My -hmm. peeps are coming to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's a great space. Like I want to yeah. work with people who light me up, and who I light them up. You know, yeah. and when you are authentically you, you are you. You're really, you know. Some people think, well, you're, um, you're you're being too niche, or you're you're turning away business. You're missing out. Mm-hmm. And I just so disagree with that. I think you're not. I think you're. It, I think it's more. My life is more enriched by my ability to attract people who are my people.
0: Yeah. I I think that that's like one of the things that, um, you know, when I've worked with business coaches and people like that, like they, they always kind of say like, there are so many, instead of kind of worrying about your competition, like, Oh no, I don't know. You know, I don't want to compete. I'm, I'm scared and, and kind of looking at it as a way to not jump in and do what you do instead look at it. Like they don't, they're not you. They don't have your experiences. Yeah. They are not going to attract the same people as you. They're just different and there's room yeah. enough for everybody. I love that. Um, So like, Whenever we kind of, I, I just, I what kind of branding tips would you give, like give the audience, um, you know, about, you know, building their brand, protecting their brand? Like what are some, um, some tips
1: that you would, you would give? Well, I would say first, you know, just really spend some time being true to yourself and, and defining for yourself, uh, you know, who. Are your dream clients or your dream customers? You know, what I just described in terms of, you know, just how I get so lit up by the people that I work with, figure out who that is for you and um, and do some research in that to see, you know, where are they, you know, what what music are they listening to? What social media accounts are they following? Where are they hanging out? So that you can first see if that even aligns with you, you know, Mm -hmm. what what they believe in. I think that that's really important because, uh, again, I just feel so strongly that the connection is so important and it's hard for you to connect with people that you don't really know. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also hard for you to connect if who the people that you think you may want to work with if if a lot of their values don't align with yours it's better for you to not try to force that right mm-hmm. like be who you really are and and just and kind of get that figured out and then when it comes to you know moving into some of the more aesthetic pieces of the brand so whether it's the name of your company, the name of your signature program, and all of those things, I could not as an intellectual property attorney not stress the importance of protecting your brand and also making sure that your brand is not in any way infringing on someone else's. And so, you know, taking the time to speak with an attorney, do some name vetting, do some trademark searching, even if you're, you know, just starting out and you're not certain that you want to necessarily file for a trademark, you still have a responsibility to make sure that you are not infringing on someone else's. And I cannot tell you how many people don't fully understand that. Mm-hmm. And I've had lots of clients that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers and get hit with a cease and desist letter that they have to change their name. You know, oh, yeah, that's wow. a major hit to your brand because it calls into question your authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were this one day, we've known you in this way, and now tomorrow you're something different. And that, to me, is just, it, it, it's one of those things that you'll never know exactly how much that can cost you. Um, so it's much better to be on the offense and to know that you own it. Well, I mean, so I, just because you were talking about that,
0: like, I know that I like there's certain programs and things that I have, I went and got the domain. Is, isn't owning the yeah. domain like a big key part of the IP, like kind of owning that?
1: No, really, Really? Yeah, because the domain, and and that's a great question because I have a client, we literally just got their trademark and someone else has the domain. Under the law, under the law, you cannot have a domain for someone else's trademark. For example, if I wanted to, let's say somehow Nike forgot to renew their um, domain, Uh I can't just go and get the Nike domain because Mm -hmm. I can't, have a, a, I can't have a domain and use a domain that could cause confusion with customers by, of a trademark brand. So having the domain means absolutely nothing. That is not. But if you got the domain first and branded it first, does that help? Or should you really trademark it? You should, you should at least do a trademark search to make sure that no one else has. I'm like literally writing this down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Write this down, Claire. I know. Before you settle before you settle on a name for your domain, event, podcast, program, business, whatever it is that you sell, you should do a trademark search. And I have a free guide that I walk you through how to do this, and okay. I can give you that link. Yeah. Um, so and we'll make sure it. to put it in the description
0: box for everyone listening and watching. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. So
1: you want to do this process to make sure... Is this name even available? Is this something I can use? Mm-hmm. So you want to do that first, and then you can get your domain, and then you can trademark. But you you want to do the search first.
0: Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I just learned something too, <laughs> Nikia. This has been like wow, well, that that kind of like blew my mind. Um, okay, I've got some homework. I will definitely be doing that. Thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. So, You're welcome. Yeah, I'm so well, glad this you asked. Is, that question was a great question. I me too, because I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, you know. Why not? Sometimes I'm like I wait. Sometimes I'll I'll t- I'll tell the audiences I do sometimes wait to ask questions that are very personal. Sometimes after, but yes. then I was like, you know, there's probably somebody that's gonna this will benefit
1: too. So I'm glad yes, I asked. Absolutely,
0: okay. so, Nikia, this has been such a, f- a fun conversation. It was so great to meet you. And where can uh, where you. can our audience find you? Where can they connect with you?
1: Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Um, Truth. Bomb. I don't do that much on LinkedIn, but if that's your jam, you can find me there. And my username is the same on all three of those at Nakia Gray Esq. My favorite platform, though, as we've talked about, is TikTok, and that's where you'll really see all the fun stuff that I put out. And my handle on TikTok is Your Small Biz Attorney.
0: All right. Well, and and we'll have all the links, and we'll have the link to that um that download that you talked about to help you with the trademark search. We'll have that the link there as well awesome. Nakia, thank you so much for being here. It was it was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having (laughs) me. This was great. Yeah. And thank you for listening and watching. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.